Tonight, in her speech accepting the Democratic nomination for president, Hillary Clinton said, A man you can bait with a tweet is not a man we can trust with nuclear weapons, which she has a good point. Donald Trump would be the first president to have lost a war with Rosie O'Donnell. Trump versus Hillary starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Elsewhere on AfterBuzz TV tonight is the Suits After Show, but welcome to the Pantsuit After Show. <laughs> I am your moderator, Christian Blatt, at Christian DMZ. You hear little Stevie Wonder, House on the Hill, why is that? Hillary spoke tonight. There you go. I want to explain why I thought that was clever. Uh, the show's Twitter, at TrumpHillary16. Follow us there. Like us on YouTube. Comment. Rate us on iTunes. All that good stuff. As I said, Christian Blatt, at Christian DMZ. To my left, camera right, Scott Moore at S-Man 80. Next to him, Drexel Hurd at Drexel Hurd. Chelsea Galicia at Chelsea Galicia, who apparently was arrested, but we don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> That's the craziest part don't about make tonight. It sound like it was, uh, no, it was like today. Right now. No. Chelsea, we I, look, we, we really can't talk about we can't talk about when it was. It was yesterday. Was no. on. Yeah, and you're going to need to lead into that mic uh, on the uh, the unplugged mic, Stephen Helmkamp. At Stephen Helmkamp, but only if he agrees About time they give me to my accept you. Uh, and, and you're over there in the corner of Descent, because we don't have the couch of Descent. We're in the big studio, but next to you, very special guest, Michael Hausen, whose nationally syndicated radio show, House Rules, airs 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern. He's on Twitter at MP House. Welcome to the show, Mr. Hausen. Oh, Welcome. Yeah. All right. Thanks for being voice here. over here in the corner. Yeah. In the corner of dissent. There, there's exactly. We've got two voices there of dissent. Uh, I, I guess there's a lot to talk about tonight. Um, I don't I don't know where to start. I guess <laughs> probably with Hillary. Um, and I just have a hunch that Drexel's brimming with excitement. <laughs> so I feel, you know, much like I wanted Chelsea to go first to talk about Bernie that one night. Uh did you enjoy Hillary's speech, Drexel? I did enjoy You Hillary's did! Speech, yes. If you're surprised, <laughs> right? if you're surprised, <laughs> take a shot. I did. That's the drinking game for everyone at all. I did. Okay. I did. I, I thought um, one of the things that uh, Hillary Clinton embodied was a line that she said in her speech, which is um, she said uh, something about policy and service. Um the easy part is the, the easy public. part is the is the service part, not the public part. And I think that's mm-hmm. what we've learned about Hillary Clinton pretty much this entire mm-hmm. convention is that uh, behind the scenes, what we don't see or what people aren't talking about are the things that she is doing behind the scenes. And we got a chance to see that uh, from Monday until tonight. She capped it off. And Chelsea Clinton tonight, I know we'll talk about it. I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, obviously, you brought up the, the quote that she said, uh, the line that she said about Donald Trump's tweet. Um, she also said, America is great because America is good. A you know Throwing that back to Donald Trump. Um, and then one of the biggest lines that she said, other than quoting Hamilton, um, um, was, let our legacy be about planting seeds in a garden you will never see. And I think that is the legacy and the that is the democratic platform. That is what that is the direction that the country should be plant wants to go in. Uh, the progressive platform that is the direction that the country needs to go in, and that is the direction that the world expects America to go in to lead us in that. And I think Hillary Clinton uh, knocked it out of the so park. even even though it was very like. Hillary Clinton-esque. Like, she's not an orator like Obama. She's not an mm-hmm. orator like Bill Clinton. She she was not expect. None of us, like, I didn't expect her to come out there and, and, and like, knock it, you know, just be this exciting thing. She's just not a very exciting person. But at the end of the day, she knows her stuff. She knows what she's doing. She's ready to lead. And that's what we saw. She gave a very presidential So speech. what you heard right. tonight, as we've talked about in past shows, you were indeed a young Republican for some time. <laughs> and is this the sort of thing that uh, brought you over to being a Democrat now? Um, what you heard her say, sort of you're talking about the legacy of the Democratic Party, you feel like this is this is a perfect representation of that, or I, at least close to it? I think it is. I think, I mean, I, through this and entire week, um, I've had several conversations with Republicans and Bernie Sanders supporters um, throughout the week who've said to me, after every night I've had somebody text me um, or talk to me on, on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, and they'll say, I plan on voting for Hillary Clinton because of this, this, and this. All right. And, and I think that is what is bringing people over. Um, I think there were a lot of uh, great, a lot of great lines. I know um, 
you know, she talks a lot about bipartisanship, bipartisanship, and working uh, with the with the the folks on the other side. I think her record on uh, whether or not you agree with it on foreign policy is very centrist enough to bring moderate center right Republicans uh, back over into uh, her corner. Um, so I think Republicans have a lot to. Moderate Republicans have a lot to look forward to in a Hillary Clinton presidency. All right. Well, don't worry, uh, corner of dissent. We will get to you. But, uh, Scott, some of your overall thoughts, anything that stood out for you on Hillary's speech tonight? Uh, well, uh, agreeing, of course, with Drexel here, as I did think that it was a very Hillary-esque speech. Um, again, she's just not an orator. Uh, she's the policy wonk, and she did allude to that. Uh, the things I did wish that she did touch more on were just more of the personal things and she just very much alluded to like her personal them. life you mean yeah I just would have liked I think what she did good as far as the speaking aspect is when she would kind of bring down her voice and quietly you talk mean to when, everyone so the, the couple minutes where she wasn't shouting exactly yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought it was it was great when she did that because it felt very much like she was connecting one on one with someone like you were talking to your friend and I thought that was really great uh, as a speaking skill that she did but overall I wish she would have touched a little bit more on her on her personal Humanizing. I know that was Bill's job the other day, sure. and, and I know Chelsea's and Chelsea's job, today sure. with the Chelsea Clinton, yes. not Chelsea Galicia. Important to make the distinction. <laughs> that is not your job. But anyway, go ahead, Scott. But I thought that I would suck at that job. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought overall it was great, and it was incredible how progressive it really was. And I think that was another thing that really surprised me because I think if you would have thought Hillary six months ago even yeah. would have done a, a speech that was that progressive, you would never have to, expected that. To the point that. that somebody on MSNBC. I was just about to ask exactly you saying that before. That this somebody I don't know I, and I'm sure somebody Bernie Sanders supporters are going to disagree but several people said this is a speech that Bernie Sanders could have given had he been that, accepting the nomination well and the other thing I was going to say even though it was very progressive I actually had quite a few Republican friends that texted me afterwards and said this made me more convinced to vote for her that right. may not have been Trump fans to begin with sure. but they were more likely to vote the for undecided. her now and I thought that was really fascinating that a lot of Republicans said that even with such a progressive you, you have very different minded Republican friends than I do but, uh, Chelsea uh, we know that uh, you know you're sort of gradually dragging your feet towards this uh, Hillary camp because, because of what the alternative is but you heard this speech tonight it, it was not Obama who as we established mm-hmm. is hot So you don't have a couple extra points for that. What did you think of what Hillary had to say? It was it was a good speech. I'm just hoping like I hope this isn't just lip service. I uh, there was a few good lines. You know, she said, you know, Trump in his 70 odd minute speech. And she and I do mean odd. Yes. I I, I tweeted that the the speechwriter who came up with that should get like an actual credit. Like it should have been like a pop up video, like credit to whoever came up with that. Like because it was good. Yeah. And it's like, well, that doesn't fit. That's funny. Same with uh, if uh, if you think I'm playing the woman card, then deal me in. Those were pretty effective. And then she actually said the line that I was hoping to hear. She even said, and you want, you want to know how I'm going to deal with the gridlock. And I was like, ha-ha, here is where she sees the light. <laughs> oh, my God, she's going to address how she's going to be able to get things done when President Obama wasn't able to get things done. This is, this is the moment. And her answer was, look at my record. And I went, fuck. And then you were just, wah, 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 and you went back. You're like, like no, 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 that's, a, that's so not it was record. A, it was a little, like, first of all, the record, yes, she reached across the aisle, but I don't think that her record shows that she's going to be able to do anything that President Obama couldn't do. I think the gridlock will remain. And it was a little Trump-esque to suggest that it was she alone that could end the the gridlock. I mean, Trump didn't, address the gridlock per se, he was saying that he was the sole answer mm-hmm. to Everything. the issues. <laughs> right. And so in saying that it was her record that was the reason she was going to be able to get past the gridlock, it was a little thinking a little bit too highly of herself and her, her power. She didn't <laughs> point to you know ending corruption and things that would that I think end the gridlock. So I was disappointed by that. Uh, but I guess you know this. Her speech and the whole convention were really why the phrase "never say never" was invented. Um, <laughs> never say that you would never vote for Hillary. So yeah, you were because, not a never Hillary. Okay. I mean, I was pretty darn close. Yeah. And I get. I'm glad that I never said that out loud. I never posted that. <laughs> um, because after 
the DNC, the RNC and the DNC, I, I, I guess I would be eating my words. Um, so this is, yeah, this is why Never Say Never exists, because you're well, put in situations mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, well, that's true. I, I think a lot of people are finding themselves in varying degrees of never. Uh, as we turn now to the corner of dissent, uh, I'll get to Stephen in a moment, but we have our guest, yeah. Michael Hausen. <laughs> On Twitter and Instagram, at MP House, by the way. Uh, Michael, uh, we watched it together because I live only a few minutes from here. And you stayed awake through the speech, but immediately afterwards you took a little nap. Because your radio show does start at 7 a.m. So Um, you've been up for a little while. But anyway, (laughs) your overall feeling about what Hillary had to say, you know, in terms of points she made as a counter to what Trump had to say, etc., well, first of all, I'm I'm not sure I watched the same speech any of the three of them did. <laughs> Let's start with that. He maybe was sleeping already. That's right. right. He just uh, didn't dream. Right. No, because the no, dream speech would have been a lot better. The dream speech no, would have been, been amazing, a lot better. amazing, right? Um, I I don't know what it means to say that she planted seeds or what the Democratic Party is going to be. Um, what seemed to me is there was a finally I'm here aspect to her being on stage. Yeah, I agree. Like with that. it's finally my turn to do this damn it Um, and other than reach across the aisle in my experience and my record she has absolutely nothing to which she can refer she's there solely because she married a guy and didn't dump him when everybody else in America said that she should have Um, I did a little bit of research (laughs) but she said she said to 60 Minutes in 1992 she's not a Tammy Wynette stand by your man (laughs) yeah right so Uh, obviously that was a deal let's put it this way that's (laughs) Uh, that, that was a deal the, that was renegotiated, is what you're saying. The arrangement they have together, yeah. No, well, exactly. Tonight is the, the longest time in one night they have spent in the building together. <laughs> 20-some years. Oh, which right. is fine. If that's the deal they made, that's right. great. Um, Probably about 16 right. years. I feel like they both actually lived on the White House compound at some point. You know, yeah, not the East Wing. And yeah, right. there's, there's, space. there's a right. lot of space there. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, to I, back I did point. a little bit of research on this. Um, the eight years that she was in the Senate, she had uh, one piece of legislation that she proposed passed. Do you guys know what that was? It was a courthouse. She yeah. had a courthouse renamed for Thurgood Marshall. Correct. Yeah. Thurgood Marshall? Hey. Wow. Right. Wow. Uh, progressive lefty. Um, <laughs> that being said, if she could accomplish in four years as president what she accomplished for eight years as a senator, which is basically nothing then I could actually be on board. Fair enough. All right. Of course, All right. what president in the modern history is, fits that bill is going to be the question. Fits, fits, the, the, fits the description that you're at. Doing you absolutely nothing. Listen, I think that Hillary Clinton, you know, I, for, well, I said I was going to be very positive. Tonight. <laughs> right, and we still have to get to Steve. <laughs> yeah, no, I said I was going to be very positive tonight. I, I, I completely disagree with yeah. your assessment of Hillary Clinton, but uh, we'll move on the, to... Uh, well, l- let me be a little bit more clear about what I'm actually looking for yes. in a president. What I'm looking for in a president is somebody that has almost no influence on my daily life at all. I want to be left alone to do whatever the hell I want to do and you should be able to do whatever the hell you want to do as long as it's not infringing my right. To have somebody like Hillary Clinton who has all kinds of very, very specific ideas about what I should do and what I shouldn't do and what you should be like doing what? for her. Yeah, like what? Uh, tax rates, education, college. Sh- we you're, shouldn't pay taxes. You're fine right. for you health should, care if you, you don't sh- jump you got to lean in a little bit, Stephen. You're fine for health care yeah. if you don't jump in. But you're also fine if you don't have a driver's license. What? Okay. I'm saying. I'm saying. You, there, there are. There are. There are things that we have to have. Okay. I'm. I'm not suggesting anarchy, but I mean, you're basically what? on that line. That, that's what I'm trying to understand. Okay, well, right. Hold on, just one quick second. What I'm saying is that my preference is to defer to freedom and individual liberty. Mm, so nothing. I mean, you, you're welcome to move to a country that the head of and state does not nothing. Obviously, that person. So if she could do nothing at all. That's what well, well, then I was going to say. Then you should, you, you should vote for her then because you said she did nothing in the Senate. Then <laughs> fair, it's a fair point that she <laughs> hasn't done that. So she's getting then, close to it, but she has a lot of ideas. Um, has I would all kinds of ideas. But I, he's uh, <laughs> been talking all night about how many notes he has. So uh, let's go to many, our, yeah. our our uh, resident dissenter, hey. Stephen Helmkamp <laughs> at Stephen Helmkamp and don't forget to lean into the unplugged mic. I'm like eating the mic. No, no, yeah, yeah, just stay close, yeah. Good lord. Um, no. 
The speech, I'm glad we foregoed talking about Chelsea because that was. Oh, no, we'll get back around to We might sleep on I just wanted to start with the lead. Okay, yeah. Let's give Hillary one pro. Let's give her a pro. I like her gun regulations. She's not here to take away our guns. But she's to make sure that we're not going to be shot by someone who shouldn't have a gun. But it is a good point for her to address that because of how often it was said during the RNC that she will take away. Exactly. Right. How popular it is right now in today's media, all this gun violence going on and stuff. So I'm with you on that. And I don't have to have a big gun. I think all assault rifles actually should be banned. Handguns, cool, but there needs to be strict betting process for anyone who's going to get a gun. Other than that, she's big on equality for women's rights. I've got a little stat here from the Washington Post from 2002 to 2008. You mean uh, that conservative rag, the Washington Post? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad okay. you said that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'll say where it's from. That's fine. Yeah. Her, uh, the, her female staffers, their median annual salary was $15,000 less than her men's staffers. At the same level? Yes, for six years. Hmm. Is that what the Washington – did they say at the same level? Yes. Or did, did Hillary Clinton have a – right. I'd be wow. curious to see that. Yeah, yeah if it, it is the same level. Right. If it's at the same that. level, because I want to know: is it secretary or is it chief of staff? Mm-hmm. Does it mean it's a, it's a, is it a, is it a, is it a legislative aid or is it legislative? So that the, the the stats on income inequality, you want to know the details when it's Hillary's staff. You're no, talking about. I'd like to know but for anyone. She, I want to know for anyone. When she talked about. Equal pay for women. Equal pay for equal work. That. Equal pay for equal work. Which has been the law since the 1960s. <laughs> well, I, it, it can be a law. They want it to. But, but that yeah, doesn't I mean like it's actually I, I have literally no numbers in front of me, but I do feel like there are probably a couple examples where women are not paid. There are businesses that intentionally hire women to pay them less. Then why, why are men employed anywhere if that's the case? It's a great question. Mm-hmm. I, I, there are way too many start, men in the studio. That's I should sure. start an engineering company. <laughs> Or a legal firm hiring only women because obviously they'll get they'll take for less pay. And if they're undocumented, you can pay the them even less. That uh, is absurd. Stephen, it's hilarious that you would point out but, that they want to yeah. go after the details about that when when the general assertion is made that women are generally paid less. I believe the assertion is equal right. pay for equal work. That's what we want to say. That's why I said at the same level. If you're That's saying it's at, curious, same, if it's, right. is, is it at, is it at the it same level? It was at level? the same level. That's yeah. the. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll look. The at article that. said they no. were all interns. No. So wait, they were interns. Interns. Yeah. Okay. And so the the female interns. Perhaps there are different are, levels of interns. Well, there probably different are kinds actually. Of interns. Uh, but it, what are some so, of the other things there on the checklist? One other thing. So Steven. she's really big for the LGBT community. What but bothers not the, not the Q. Right. Yeah. So what raises the question is: she took money from Saudi Arabia, a country that kills and hangs gay people just for being gay. She or the Clinton Foundation? The Clinton Foundation. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Is that not the same thing? Mm, no. She, her campaign didn't get the money, but go ahead. Well, uh, actually, they I mean, funded her campaign, like I think 20% of her campaign, Morocco, Yemen, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I think it's presidential, presidential candidates can't get the And check. she negotiated this deal so that Saudi Arabia could buy uranium from Canada. Presidential candidates aren't allowed to get money from foreign governments. of getting... A huge packs, donation you can do anything. to her foundation. Yeah. So how can she be for this community if she's receiving all this money from a country that's slaughtering gay people? It's hmm. a valid question. I mean, it's a it's a valid point. One that I, I have heard before that there is a lot of money, and you know, it's not like Hillary is the only person on this list, right. You know, who has taken and money or you absolutely, know, and it's dealt definitely not perfect. Yeah. And she took a absolutely. long time to come around to marriage equality. She did. So did. Yeah. Well, Obama, I'll, so did. Yeah. Right. What do you mean? I mean, that right. doesn't right. have it. I still have that point. Well, I, and I, and I, and I, and I, and I will, Saudi Arabia, and I will speak to the from the from the LGBT perspective, and I'm sure Scott yeah. will chime right. in. Uh, we just trust Hillary Clinton a little bit more than we do Republicans. I, exactly. At the well, end I, of the I mean, day, honestly, I don't even that. know if it's Republicans. I think you can very specifically say then Donald no, no, Trump. No, no, no. I say Republican Trump. Okay. I absolutely trust Democrats more. So that doesn't bother you that she's being paid and receiving. Money. Are we assuming that's true? That you, yes. you have to You're let Stephen finish because his mic is so bad. So go ahead, let him finish. <laughs> so is his facts. Well, 
That was a cheap shot, but <laughs> also kind of funny. What did he say? He, oh, he said your, so your facts. facts are bad, too. Oh, okay. so, but the mic <laughs> he can't control. Well, <laughs> that's actually been a story around for a really long right, time. A story, there's a yeah, lot of stories that have been around about Hillary Clinton for a long time. Which one are you talking about? Saudi, Saudi Arabia? Arabia? Right. And, Specifically yeah. that and, one. And companies, yeah. there's things about companies, too, that talk about here as well as how they're and, so and pro And you can't stay at the LGBT. Beverly Hills Hotel anymore. So I think there's a lot of that issue. And maybe she got money from Chick-fil-A. I don't know. I'm just making that up. At the end of the day, yeah, the LGBT sandwich. community overwhelmingly right. supports Hillary Clinton. Absolutely. And overwhelmingly supported Barack Obama. Absolutely. And overwhelmingly supported Bernie Sanders and everything. And let me ask, you, the the day, let me ask you a very important I mean, question her husband for, there, for everyone here in the room. Does anyone know where does Gary Johnson stand on the LGBT community? He, he's, it, it, he does uh, want full rights for Well, there LGBT. you go. Because a libertarian, I, I mean, I feel, social. you know, like his name should get thrown no, out no, there no, a little bit more often. Given if that's state, your important issue... Can I ask a question quick. about this on that one? On Gary Johnson or Saudi Arabia? Or no, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Chick-fil-A? On the, on the <laughs> list of important issues, um, Pew Research, number one is by far the economy. Number sure. two mm-hmm. is defense... Social issues, depending on whether you're looking at Pew or Gallup or either number 9 or 10. The most energy in this room right now, so far, was talking about gay issues. Why? Because it was brought up. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But it was the most amount of emotion on the Because they affect people personally. Right. I mean, it's they a lot more. It, when it affects people personally, <laughs> it, then it's, you know. But you realize of... The ten most important issues to Americans. It's number ten. Um, it's not but as important to me right. on the list of things. Exactly. If we were having a national security conversation, right. we would be talking about yes. national security. But the question was about LGBT and the stance exactly. on LGBT. So if we want to talk about that, we are more than welcome to go down that path. And at the and end of the day, Democrats do it. I'll give yeah. a uh, shout out to someone there in Great. the chat who says they're part of the LGBT community and they trust Hillary Clinton right. to do what's right for our country. Um, yes. And the, our Portuguese friend Andre says that uh, your facts have more research. I guess that's why they're so bad. And I thought you guys were getting along really well in the YouTube chat earlier today, Stephen. So. Earlier today, yeah, yeah. Uh, what? My what, how it changed so fast. Hughes, Andre, is this someone I like. Is yeah, this is, this is the Portuguese. I'll still like guy. that one, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before uh, we move on to Wait, my did, own did little you, checklist, was that that was your that was the only? No, no. I was asking you more. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, we can keep it going. I, I, I can't wait. We're, so I, I would like to know about her tax brackets. What our tax percentages are going to be that we pay falling into whatever bracket? That information isn't on. Is the that is, okay? I was going to ask because I understand it not being in speech like this. Mm-hmm. No, but it wasn't you're saying on it's website. not on the website. It's not on our website. And as we pointed out Trump's last night, is. you went to Trump's website mm-hmm. yesterday, and they, they had and they have it. an overhaul. But I think right. that's one of the most important things too. I mean, money in people's pockets is going to be a huge issue. So that's that's not there. In actuality, Trump is going to do a lot more for urban communities. If you make <laughs> under, money-wise, you laugh. Let me if tell you, you make what. under $25,000 as a single filer, you're paying zero dollars in taxes. That, you think if you make under $50,000 as a Republican, married couple right. joint if you filing, Republican, you pay zero dollars okay. in tell you, taxes. Let me tell you this. If you think mm. Republican legislatures are going to agree to any of that bull malarkey, as Joe Biden has said, that, that you just spewed out from DonaldTrump.com, or right. that Mike Pence, his vice president, is going to agree to any of that as well, I think you're smoking a and, lot more. And you think we know it's going the other way? Hillary's elected, you know it's going the other way? Why? Taxes are going up. Why? Well, I mean, I think that the guy that Chelsea would like to be president is certainly a guy who wanted to put taxes are obviously going up. My point is, Trump's plan, under his tax plan, Urban communities and poverty, you're going to do a lot better under Trump's, Trump's tax plan. Is that because he's going to employ them in his casinos and resorts? <laughs> I'm not quite Trump sure what they, I have not, read, I have not read what the plan is, yeah. so I, I'm only asking a question. Well, at least it's out there. Well, it's a, look, it's a valid point. If, if she doesn't have anything out there and he has something, whether or not you think his is a good idea, he's at least got something to point to. I'm almost can I, afraid. Can I ask a question about them laughing about the urban areas? <laughs> you can always ask a question. The, sure. You guys really laughed about that. Urban areas <laughs> like Detroit and Chicago. I did make the Detroit point a few nights ago. That are kind of petri dishes for Democrat policies. Will they end up voting for Hillary Clinton? And will things be any different in those cities when she becomes president? 
versus how it's been over the last well, eight years. I mean, she doesn't get to be the dictator right. of the city. Those there's are still, local. Still a lot local. Of, right. You have to start local, and, and people we forget that there are local issues that start right. there, and it goes up. And we talk about it's that not the all other the time. Way and, and, and I really, truly mean... Okay, none of those things answered my question. Okay, so my let question me, was, so she doesn't get those to, cities right, wait, vote you for her? Yes. Those cities will vote for her. They will vote for Hillary Clinton, yes. Okay. I mean, that is a 100% fact. Yes. And black people will vote for Hillary Clinton. Well, black the most populated Detroit places will vote for, will vote for Democrats. Urban areas will vote for Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's not even debatable. Right. That's not even debatable. So it's kind of going to be more of the same. More of the same for who? Well, I, I think. I think. I think. At the end of the day, we talk. You about, might be right about we, that. We, in we my talk opinion. about. We talk yeah. about. We more, talk about right. more of the same is better than like wiping more, us all right, out. Than worse. At right. this point, and I think at the end of the day, more of the same for those particular urban areas for Detroit and Chicago. And I think one of the things that we love that are doing so great. So let's answer the question. I think at the end of the day. One of the things that we always stress on this particular panel, and I know that Chelsea brought it up, and that was a big uh, 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 thing uh, from a speech from yesterday, which is we've got to get out there at the local level and mm-hmm. make those changes because we're all looking to Hillary Clinton for the answers. But at the end of the day, our city councilmen, our mayors, our police officers, right. our state representatives, our congressional representatives are going to be the ones to make those decisions. You know, we're all looking to one person to make the change, but at the end of the day, I mean, we're, we're going to have to. Let's look at Flint. Um, and who caused that disaster. And uh, apparently, I guess if you believe the DNC presentation yesterday, Hillary was the one that went in and really listened to that community and gave a shit. And the community really felt that way as well. So I I think that's maybe the only thing that we have to look at. But I can't say Chicago itself is going to be better under Hillary. I don't think anybody can say that. No, it's a local thing. The question wasn't so much will cities like Detroit, Baltimore, and Chicago be better because of a Hillary Clinton presidency. I'm saying that those particular cities have been dominated by one political party and one political viewpoint for generations. And you asked her, would they vote for them? And and you know are, they are, will. And I know <laughs> they will. And so why ask the question? Well, it's just, it's just interesting to me because you guys are talking about change and making a difference. But I know that Hillary is not really going to make a change, and no. that's my problem with her. Because and, which, which, yeah. which goes to my next question is, on what particular things will Hillary be different than Barack Obama has been? Or do you think I, I Barack Obama I has done that, a good job? I, I, don't I think she, she has to, personally done a good yeah, job. I think, I think the gridlock has. caused by what I think Correct. is corruption mm-hmm. is the problem. So he couldn't get – what things did he want to get done? Did he not get done? That Criminal justice. Stopped? Criminal justice, mm-hmm. gun reform. Gun reform. Closing Gitmo. Closing Gitmo on day one. Day. Um, let so me move Hillary back. is hopefully going to be able to stop gridlock in Washington. So that you're things spe- that you're this, spe- is where, this is that where that I go like this because this was my too. problem. That, that, is, that, that takes think, two sides that's, to that. Right, I'll, I'll, think, let, I'll let Drexel finish, then we'll get back to. Stephen. I don't think go that ahead. you're. I don't think that. I don't think that you're. We, we don't have a crystal ball. We don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I think that we hope that whatever happens out of this particular election, um, I think that there's a lot of. I mean, you just see when Hillary Clinton picked. Tim Kaine. You saw Republican senators actively tweeting about how great that pick was. So I, I don't. You did Jeff yes, Flake, Jeff Flake sent a tweet out and said, "This so is an honest person." So of the I, fifty-four senators, right? And and they won't, and, and there won't be fifty-four hopefully come November. But um, you know, so uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, so right. hopefully uh, we you know we won't have to worry too sure, much about Republicans. Right. All right, well, let's uh, move on to uh, some more points that Stephen had because uh, I feel like these are the best jumping-off points because in general. The panel over here was happy with it, so it's yeah. good to have points that need to be refuted by uh, those from yeah. the couch. Not even the couch. The corner, the corner, corner of dissent. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't know. This is always going to be a hot topic. We never heard radical Islamic terrorism. But we she did mention ISIS. She did. 45, 45 minutes into the speech, she mentioned ISIS. Yeah. Um, my pal uh, Rob Lorich pointed out on Twitter. Didn't get much of a response there in the room talking about ISIS. I guess people didn't care. But uh, I actually did make a note of what you're talking about she said are determined enemies that must be defeated not radical Islamic terrorism so we've talked about that a few different Mm -hmm. times here in the panel and I do feel like there is an overall feeling from the left that it isn't the biggest concern that Homegrown threats are the biggest do you feel that that's accurate statistically statistically, Statistically, it would be homegrown absolutely Um, I do think that a lot homegrown, of people just so I understand that homegrown 
probably Christian NRA types. No, no, just no. But although that would describe Dylan Roof, right, most, right? Mostly, mostly Mormons, I think. No, <laughs> I think that uh, you know, to what Stephen's speaking to, that there's a lot of the country that. You know, they hear a lot about radical Islamic terror, and you can even discount everything that happens in this country, although I don't know that you should, but you hear about just France alone, you know, you hear about all of that, and then you go, yeah, I don't think I want that to happen here. I'd like to know that this candidate for president is willing to acknowledge that it's a problem, and Democrats don't often say radical Islamic terror, case in point. Was that phrase used during the entire DNC? I don't know for sure. It's more of a question. I don't think it so, was. It certainly wasn't tonight, so. or at least not so. during Hillary's no. speech. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Did she mention during the speech about uh, Syrian immigrants? No. no. No, she didn't talk about it tonight. No. no. Did she talk about the three of the See, four... he was sleeping. <laughs> no, no, no. no. She, he's just making sure. I think did, he knows the did answer. Did she mention that three of the four attacks in Germany were from Middle Eastern immigrants? She did not. She did not. I didn't think she did. But no. Why would she have to do right. that when most of her speech is talking about what America needs to do for that? I, I, I mean, it's like, it's, it's like we talked no, earlier. The point that I'm making is yeah, that you've been two making most... a lot of incorrect points tonight. Mm-hmm. But uh, the point I, that I'm making is the number two most important thing to Americans mm-hmm. is what is significantly causing mayhem right now in Europe. And she wants to. But it's not causing mayhem. She in wants America. to implement those type of policies here. You're talking specifically no. about Europe is a different not, situation than here. I'm talking specifically about um, immigration, um, immigration from the Middle East and the United States, which she wants to increase. <laughs> Germany has been doing that, and now they're suffering from that significantly. Right. I mean, I think I, no, I've certainly three heard or four that, attacks in the last week from Germany were from Middle Eastern immigrants. I'm just, she's not wanting to do the same thing that Europe has a different situation with their open borders, and EU is very different than what we have here in the states. Well, and she's not trying them. to replicate like that. Like the FBI did with Dylan Roof. You know, it just occurred to me. Wait, he was an American citizen. I actually was an American citizen. He fell through the vetting system. How there was no vetting system. We don't get to be vetted when we're born here. You're born as an American citizen. Well, you know, here's the thing. Everybody, FBI I, for for him to buy a gun. My, you're right. saying that her system is going to be different. My I'm comment, saying the European system is different from the American system. They have an open border with the EU. It's a very different situation, and people can come there easier correct. from the Middle East and than they can here. And my point was that Hillary's plan to bring them here will be a vetting process, not just open there, border. There Hillary's plan is humanitarian already a year or two wait when right. they and so investigate. My, the next point minimum. I made is that the vetting system that makes her program different. It's not her program. It's not her program. There's one in place. Okay. okay. In, in the last two years, in the last two years, if her plan the, continues, it will be. But again, you say it's her plan Germany. is the president's yes, plan. It's different than Germany. It, it, yes, I'm not saying it's a new thing. There's been 1,200 that she continues to support. So I feel pretty it's confident than that there's German some disagreement on that point. But you know, we're talking about open borders and all. I came up with a perfect solution. I don't know why no one has suggested it. Why don't we build a wall at our southern border? Why is no one talking about this? <laughs> well, they have a you know nice what? wall around the DNC arena. I did see and that. And if you jump that wall, you liked, you're arrested. But if you look on the other side but of that wall. if you jump the wall yeah. of the border of Mexico, you get to get on the stage and speak at the DNC. <laughs> you say, say in Germany? Um, you get some money. Stephen, no, uh, I'm saying if what, you come over, you get to get on the DNC what is floor your, and speak. What is your, uh, of the rest of your points, what, what is sort of, you feel like, the biggest one you want to make sure to hit? Right now, I think we covered them. You think you covered them? I will say this. I yes. just want to point out I mean, that there was one portion of Hillary Clinton's speech today that um, kind of showed up and has never ever shown up in a Democratic presidential, and certainly not on the Republican side. But she did address systemic racism yeah. in America, and I think that that is going to resonate as much as you think it might not uh, with the with the urban communities that Donald Trump is trying <laughs> yeah. to uh, address. And I think that. Uh, that black people. I mean, if you look at the polls right now, Donald Trump is polling at zero percent with black people. But he's going to be huge with the blacks. I don't you know, understand. He's one in Ohio. I wanted to talk about. Believe I wanted to talk about some of the specifics of the, of the speech. Uh, I'm Michael Jordan. My, my own. Uh, that was actually <laughs> very funny. <laughs> Michael showed that to me. I somehow missed that part because I, I guess like I didn't hear it until he actually started speaking. But yeah, Michael showed me. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar came out and spoke and said, uh, "Hi, I'm Michael Jordan." <laughs> yeah. Uh, Donald Trump uh, can't tell the difference anyway. I don't know. Look, it's 
Of course, it's a cheap <laughs> shot, but I love jokes, so really, I, I big thumbs up to Kareem on that. Um, so my overall thought was, uh, you know, Hillary's speech I saw on Twitter was described as you know efficient, workmanlike things mm-hmm. like that. It was fine, but you also felt like, man, I don't know. I get it. She's the nominee accepting that nomination, but did she, should she have gone last? I think she might have done better to go before some of the better speakers earlier, maybe even night one. Um, it was very unfortunate that Hillary has the word liar in the middle of her name because if you saw some of the pictures, uh, people defaced the signs that said Hillary and they were holding up uh, little banners that said liar. It was a uh, fairly vocal Bernie contingent uh, that... From the California delegation. Yeah, mm-hmm. right yes. here in California. <laughs> yeah. so, Beautiful California. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, it, you know... Well, the Bernie delegation is really pissed because of what happened with Nina Hamas. Turner. Oh. Mm. I think that they're pissed about a lot of things. Right. I think they're well, pissed that, about those emails. They're pissed about that, that's a, And, you know, we heard a lot of sort of random outbreaks of people chanting Hillary, which, as was explained by some news outlets, I don't know all of them, that the crowd had been instructed to just shout Hillary as loud as they could whenever there were hecklers. Mm-hmm. So that'll tell you how often there were hecklers tonight, by yeah. the way, because those random Hillary... But I honestly, I applaud that tactic because it's very efficient for shutting up what I talked about last night, that I, I was just like, you know, your points aren't that interesting, they're not that important, it's rude, you're making yourselves look really bad. They're at the RNC, the only real outburst was during Ted Cruz. And, you know, he made a point of not endorsing the candidate, so he kind of had it coming. Um, I thought it was very effective. Um, sort of a nitpicky thing about Hillary's speech. Uh, it, w- it was one of those lines that you, you could kind of tell that she was really proud of but uh, fell flat. She's like, you heard from the man from hope, Bill yeah. Clinton, and the man of hope, Barack Obama. Now, that just seems like one of those lines that you have in the first draft of something. Mm-hmm. And then you go like, oh, that's not really that good. It just seemed clever, but it really wasn't. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I tweeted this out that uh, Hillary was clearly paying homage to the late, great David Bowie with her choice in pantsuit. Uh, <laughs> I thought she looked good. My friend Vanessa said Hillary plagiarized Melania's white outfit, which I thought was funny. <laughs> Here's a couple of... Uh, couple of tweets from uh, some conservatives. Uh, National Review senior political correspondent Jim Garrity pointed out to rebuke Trump, Hillary quoted FDR, who set up literal internment camps Mm. based upon race. It's a nice point. Uh, Sean Davis of The Federalist, if you feel dumber for having watched this awful speech, just imagine how you'd feel if you paid $300,000 to see it. You might like that, (laughs) Chelsea. Uh, Mike Murphy, who I know uh, from my days at the Dennis Miller Show, about 10 minutes in, he tweeted that uh, so far this is landing with a minor thud, weekly written, and Hil- Hillary not an eloquent speaker, but the message has great power. He ultimately said, poorly written speech, but not so bad as to stop an otherwise brilliantly messaged convention from moving Hillary into a durable lead. And uh, kind of a favorite, a friend of uh, Michael and I from Michael's radio show, House Rules, 7 a.m. Pacific, Monday through Friday. You're welcome. Stephen Miller said that he wishes that he loved anything as much as Tim (laughs) Kaine loves balloons. Because when those balloons were falling, he just, it was like like a cat with one of those laser pointers. He was just like, well, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Um, She had a really good line in the speech that I don't know if it was her delivery. It didn't really get some uh, great reaction. When she said the thing about uh, too many dreams die in the parking lots of banks, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, that's a really good line. I don't know what was wrong with it. Um, Michael, I think you tweeted something about that afterwards. Did did you have a thought about, did you not think it was a good line or do you think that she delivered it poorly or both? I I just thought it was so stupid. I mean, (laughs) what are, are, are banks supposed to make loans that are bad? Uh, they have. Well, they, I mean, they do. Yeah. <laughs> you saw the big short. Were you alive? Were you alive? I owned a mortgage company at that time. They should, hey, 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 one second. So you owned a mortgage company during the, the I housing I think banks should be free to turn down loans, but I well, don't they think should. it should be yeah. public tax money that's on the hook one way or another. If you want to start a bank and you want to start a business, you should start the business and you should get the loan or not. I, I don't know what the president has anything to do with stopping people from crying in a parking lot if they don't get the loan they wanted. I, I thought that well, was I, paternalistic, I, condescending, and ridiculous. Go ahead, Chelsea. No, that's okay. No, okay. <laughs> See, like, everybody's trying to keep it up. I like that. You know, they when go they go low, low we, we go, go high. high. Um, like the convention itself. <laughs> I don't have Very the possible. exact quote from the speech, but it was pointed out on uh, uh, on social media that 
during the speech, uh, Hillary referenced the idea that when uh, she gets knocked down, she gets up again, mm-hmm. and so then it started trending Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba. <laughs> and I was like, why in the world is Chumbawamba? So, keeping in mind that over the last few nights, we've had references to both Chumbawamba and Police Academy, I think that youth vote is coming out strong for Hillary. <laughs> this is clearly a campaign who is in touch with what's important to the young people. I was going to say the 90s Katie are back. back. The 90s are back. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought what, and, and just goes back to, to what Michael was saying earlier about the issues that the American people um, actually care about. Uh, General Allen came out today uh, and had a very effective speech. Uh, Another speech that they were hecklers very, during, very hecklers yes. during. Yeah. Uh, Tammy Baldwin came out and had a very effective We'll talk line. a little bit about the general speech first. Just uh, one of the, the things that he said for, is... For most of us who missed it. So General Allen was the uh, lead coalition general uh, for Afghanistan and Iraq mm-hmm. and uh, you know he had a very effective... He had 20 other generals and retired people behind him um, endorsing Hillary Clinton and, and making it known um, who should be leading the troops and and as commander-in-chief he said our armed forces will not become an instrument of torture Um, and Tammy Baldwin had a really great line um, as a veteran and said I didn't put my life on the line to defend our democracy so you can invite Russia to interfere with it you are not fit to be commander-in-chief so I think from a, a, a a foreign policy perspective and a commander-in-chief perspective that's hitting right at the people who Believe that the number one issue uh, in the country right now is um, protecting America and national security. Mm -hmm. There was definitely a strong pro-military message, a strong pro-police message. Which is why there were liberal hecklers out out there, which is is great. Mm -hmm. And I said at the beginning of the show, I said, I love the fact that there was dissent in the hall. But they didn't have a couch, so they should not have been able to Ah, dissent. Ah, yes, yes, yes. So they should have a couch or a corner. And I say that that as a military dependent. I say Mm -hmm. that as having had conversations with my military friends. I had a friend today who's a Republican, um, a former Marine, who sent me a message and said, give me the rundown on Hillary Clinton's veteran policy. Give me the the rundown on Hillary Clinton's uh, policy for for training uh, military troops in terms of... um, uh, getting them up to speed on what they need to do because obviously Republicans uh, don't have a, uh, a policy on that. Um, and at the yeah, same I didn't time, see that one on Trump's website. Um, I yeah, want to actually I wanna get to a comment in the chat before because I, I keep seeing uh, comments from Danielle and then they kind of go away before I can read them. Uh, she's actually talking a little bit about Trump's website, so it's it's relevant to Trump. Stephen's Trump. point uh, because the convention wasn't supposed to be policy. This is talking about the RNC. They right. made it clear it was to humanize Trump. She read Trump's website website and was happy from what I read. So I actually want to throw it back to Stephen. You went to Trump's website last night. Did have you, none of you guys gone to Trump's website? Am I the only one? I have. I, I have. No, but I, 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 I have, but not recently. I, I have been to the Trump Marina website, uh, <laughs> the casino in Atlantic City. Um, I've played some slots. Yeah. There's a virtual blackjack. You didn't go bankrupt, no. did you? Uh, I, well, it's all right, because I only paid in Bitcoin. Okay. But uh, your thoughts from Trump.com when you went, Stephen? Yeah, like I, I said this last night, I mean, it, I got updated from when I checked it months ago to when yeah. I checked it yesterday. There's more specifics on it. Um, there's not as many issues on it as Hillary Clinton. Hillary's got like 20 issues on hers. I think Trump has like six or eight or something like that. Um, but it's <laughs> got a lot more specifics on it. I mean, yeah. specifics well, well, we'll talk about later. Yeah, I wanted to uh, kind of talk in general terms to our guest, Michael Housem. Uh, now, you at some point in the campaign may have considered yourself part of a never Trump movement, but how would you sort of characterize your outlook? Uh, I, last night I described you as a conservatarian. You're conservative, but libertarian in the way, as you mentioned earlier, you kind of want the government out of our lives. And that's not so much a conservative issue because of things that they, you know, want in terms of, you know, marriage equality and, and that. So talk a little bit about your outlook, what you're looking for, and how you assess the state of who's going to be on that ballot in November and what you might do. I cannot imagine how awful it would be to have Hillary Clinton as a president of the United States. And I go back and forth whether I think having Donald Trump would be president would be worse or not. And if it's not worse, it would only be ever so slightly better. Right. So the anticipation that I had this published a month or so ago, I'll be probably sitting in my car checking my phone 
um, having the benefit of being on the West Coast. And just before <laughs> 9 o'clock, wondering, will my vote actually make a difference? And if it and does if it, not... And if it does not, there's no way I'm casting a vote for Donald Trump. So, Gary Johnson all the way? I, I wouldn't even say Decline all the to way. state. Uh, you know, just nobody in vote for down ticket? decline to state. Yeah. Um, well, Chelsea has talked about how she's planning to drink that day. <laughs> like, and I'm night. definitely and, drinking. Before, yeah. Yeah. Voting during, under the influence. Drinking party at the poll. Yes. <laughs> and it might be different motivations. I, no, no, I there's completely different motivations, but yeah. it's a common theme for people right. voting that right. it's... It's a tough choice, and, and you know it's right. it's not Sophie's yeah. choice. It's I, like I see them both after. as uh, <laughs> right. I see them both as some version of uh, corrupt, lying statists, and I, I, I just want nothing to do with either yeah, people you, like that. Yeah, you you have uh, been very outspoken uh, after Trump's speech, and sort of in the days ahead. Uh, sorry, in the days that followed, you uh, sort of have gotten more and more specifics out of him that make you even less inclined to... Uh, even be, less inclined. Yeah, which you were mm-hmm. not inclined what to What did you think with. about the Russia, please hack Hillary? I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I think that folks that are upset about that, it's kind of like uh, the husband that gets caught cheating, being upset that his wife looked in his phone. Paul Ryan Whatever came it out is it. <laughs> that Russia did or did not get, it's because of what she did and the DNC well, did. Oh, wait, no, no I'm asking I'm about the part where the he wanted Russia to, to further uh, look in, into the... Do you that's think what that Russia and China are not trying to hack our systems constantly? Do you think that people in Russia they are? Went, oh my gosh! But do Donald you think it Trump should be invited? invited? That's a great idea. Right. Why don't we do that? I, I think that it made candidate. no yeah. difference at all. I think it was hilarious. Except the Republican leadership disagrees with you. They well, don't, Paul they Ryan, think the, it was pretty the Republican hilarious. leadership primarily probably hates me, and I, so I don't care what the Republican. I'm just saying, like for, say. for Republicans out there, the Republican leadership disagrees with you. Um, and, and, and again, that's I that's thought it was an obvious joke, and everyone needs what, to just lighten is, up a little bit. How do you feel about, about the fact wait, that Russia well, might have some of her emails? It's it, it's not about Russia. It's about Trump inviting him right. to hack. Yeah, emails. okay, but they should, he, beyond they should that, tax no, no, there's returns. nothing beyond right. that. No, no, We're talking there about is. the issue. The We're fact t- that her emails are out there because of decisions he made, does that bother any of the three of you at all? But why would you say yeah. no, saying The decisions that Hillary made in terms of her own server and how she was going to. No, but that's not. This is the DNC link. That's different. We're talking about the DNC private DNC server. Right. The, no, but Trump's still in the same was, realm. Trump's joke Just was because about they have Hillary's the same emails. Email. Trump's joke was about Hillary's lost emails, which... Trump's right. joke was about Hillary's lost emails. Which, for clarification, yeah. the uh, Hillary campaign has said that they were not classified mm-hmm. emails, but right. then as soon as Trump said, why don't you hack into them, hey, you can't hack into those classified emails. So, you know... The, no, no, no. They didn't say you can hack no. those classified emails. They said you just cannot hack. Um, you cannot invite somebody to right. hack American but foreign, foreign. But didn't the FBI right. say they were classified emails? But that's not, no. but that's not even right. what the Trump that's was talking about. They don't want to talk about that. Back to a point. They don't want to talk about that. Back to a point that Stephen made earlier. Stephen made the point earlier. You know, it's a joke. We should all lighten up. We don't live in the age of people being able to lighten up about hardly anything. I'm going to just touch on a couple of speakers that were sort of in the earlier part of the program. Doug Elmitz, a former Reagan speechwriter, and Jennifer Parati, Republican women for Hillary, they both spoke out about how they're voting for Democrats for the first time in their lives because of the fact that it's Donald Trump. I don't know that we have as many of, you know, these are two people, of course, Mm -hmm. but you feel like it's more representative of an idea (laughs) that... I don't know how many people are voting Republican for the first time because Hillary. I feel like they are going to stay home. They are going to Gary Johnson. They are going to do whatever else. He's You're not gonna, a perfect press. Wow. Is this Danielle again? Or uh, wow, over twenty successful businesses. Really? Really? Which yeah. ones are those? The yeah. Apprentice was a number eight show on I NBC. I liked that show. I know. I actually <laughs> covered it on the afterwards. I did. It on the afterwards. I did. It's hilarious. None yes. of those people were very successful, but I oh. really love that show. <laughs> well, there's another episode or season in the works. With, with not Arnold. Gonna, but it's with Arnold, Arnold and my friend Ricky it. Williams, and it'll be out, I think, well, I don't know if I'm supposed to say. Did any of you guys try a Trump steak? Not I've yet. never no. had a Trump stick, I but uh, I, I challenge Donald I Trump to send us Trump, Trump University. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, 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 
if he his sends golf us, courses are it, really successful. If he sends us steaks, okay. I'll probably vote for him for steaks. I, I <laughs> that. That's like, all it takes. If it's real. No, but that's too, like, heart Hillary, disease is already the number yeah, one killer Hillary, in America. What are you going to send me, Hillary, for my vote? Pantsuits. Yeah, pantsuits. You, pantsuits. you have pantsuits. And yeah. steaks. All different colors. Have you seen the documentary <laughs> Cowspiracy? Cows are. Oh, that's a that's a good documentary. Yeah. Well, that's bad. Just in one sentence, because I don't want to get off. And uh, just explain what it about is. About how it is. climate change is really. The, a huge, if not the largest cause of it, is livestock. Yes, yes. and not just oh, the, the, because the, the, of because of all yeah. the yeah. trees they and the clear trees out. they cleared out. Yeah. I, I knew I didn't want. I knew I didn't yeah, want yeah, because it brings up climate change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll do a whole well, show on we, climate change. Well, at we some had point, to bring the stake conversation yes, into politics. Right. Uh, before we run out of time, yes. I want to uh, get to some uh, viewer responses. We have a little bit more time than I thought we did, but I'm going to still get to viewer responses. Wait, do we, um, we got to talk about the other Chelsea. Yeah. I know, yeah. but yeah. I want we to, have to... This is important, yeah, and Chelsea, you of all people should not stop me from reading these oh, compliments. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, viewer <laughs> responses, uh, Creed82. Chelsea is so adorable. This is the best panel on AfterBuzz. Just great chemistry, and it's not forced like a lot of other shows. Thank you, Creed. Thank you. AfterBuzz. This is at AfterBuzz. Regla Vacor at AfterBuzz. After your Game of Thrones show, this is your best show ever. Tim Kaine's speech was great. Best nap I've had in years. Wait for it. Chelsea, you are awesome. Aww. You made so many good points in the last video. And I'm going to overlook that that's the same person who pointed out that I look like Nathan Lane. <laughs> <laughs> the Forest View says there are more than two candidates. Don't vote out of fear of the lesser of two evils. If you do, evil will win. Do not vote Hillary or Trump. We've talked. I, I think we've talked a lot more about Barry right. Johnson than kind of anyone else right. has. Right. But um, yeah. I'd like to see him on the debate stage. I, I would. I, I, would I think absolutely. Even, even if he gets you know a minuscule amount of votes in the actual election, having a third party candidate in a debate would, would be amazing. Oh, As be I was huge. telling Michael before, really love to the, hear your thoughts on you, on the likelihood you think of. Gary Johnson well, getting on the debate. I'll stage. finish my I know. thought well, also, for a second. He might actually oh, win Utah, or at least you know make my, Utah my an interesting. My point on that was, uh, as I was telling Michael before we started the show, the first election that I was really <laughs> aware of, mostly through Saturday Night Live, was the 1992 election. Mm-hmm. And you know, Ross Perot being in that debate threw off everything that. George H.W. Bush and Bill Clinton, I think, were prepared to talk about. Mm -hmm. And I think it went off in a really interesting direction. There were a lot of things that they weren't ready to uh, debate. But uh, to the point, Michael, in terms of a third-party candidate actually getting enough votes to be involved in the debates, uh, that, for me anyway, I feel like that could only be good for the the discourse, for the issues discussed. Do you think that would actually be an improvement in these Two options we have now. I do. He's got to get what 15 15, 15, Some have him at thirteen. Some have twelve. Yeah. Well, the way I look at it, seeing what's happened within the Republican Party and seeing what's happening within the Democrat Party, um, certainly for the first time in my lifetime, which I believe is probably longer than anybody else's here, (laughs) but but closer to mine (laughs) than anyone else. Yeah. But maybe closer to yours. I, I think that actually is a viable option. There's more independence now than there ever has been. Yeah. And even within these two large parties, there are significant fault lines, some of which, no matter what happens in November, some of those fault lines are not getting uh, repaired right. yeah. on both sides. Mm-hmm. Well, And I, I think that's... Um, Frankly, I think that's a really good thing. Look, and even if you're a Trump or a Hillary supporter, uh, you know, someone else being involved is only going to make them stronger candidates and stronger presidents possible. Yes, Um, makes the debates better. As our Chelsea pointed out, we should talk about the other Chelsea. And since you brought it up, what did you think of Chelsea Clinton? Because I came in and you were watching it on your phone. And uh, your thoughts on what Lil Clinton had to say. (laughs) Well, I I think she was... Most of us were kind of like meh, and, <laughs> yeah. and and I was like, well, is that really fair uh, comparing her to Ivanka? I mean, she, Ivanka followed Melania, who we all know stole uh, Michelle's speech, so it was like the bar was really low 
for her. And for Ivanka. Well, see, I don't, even know, that, I don't even know that that's like relevant. There's like maybe two <laughs> sentences, but I don't even know that's relevant. The point about Ivanka, though, it is an unfair comparison mm-hmm. because you can tell that the industry that she's in, right. she's, de- she's, she's not tra- speaking to rooms tra- that big, yeah. but she's well trained. Tra- Chelsea was paying $600,000 a year to work for NBC. But those were fluff pieces. Were, exactly. I think, I think she did three pieces for I, NBC. I agree. That's that's just she, she, she did yeah. look a little... Um, she did look a little overwhelmed on that stage mm-hmm. tonight. Uh, yeah, she, I can't imagine right. looking out in a room that big. It was very big. Well, she seemed but, like a little girl in a way. Like right. She seemed very like younger yes. and kind of very nervous in a way. She and, did her job but, as effective as Ivanka did yeah. her job last week. And uh, like just to get the, the, the RNC a compliment, it had to do with the kids. didn't yeah. have to do with the Republicans uh, parading on stage or not. All twenty, you know, twenty four senators not showing up. But um, no I presidents. said she was a, you know, as as she said in her speech, she was a very, very proud daughter tonight. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. I think that uh, and, she, and she humanized yeah, her well too. Right. I, again, and that was her job, like it was Bill's job, and she did a good job humanizing her. Yeah, I'm talking well, about the mom and the, the and the, and as a grandmother, the, the, the way the way that, that, she left for that her Chelsea and, characterized Hillary, I, I just had the thought that. If Hillary were running to be first grandma, she should get 90% of the vote based only on what Chelsea had to say. It sounds great. You know, I, I, I understand the idea of humanizing right. it for her. That's, her. Chelsea, that was you're kind of like on the fence, like you're, be, you know, not really going towards Hillary, but slowly but surely. Did Chelsea Clinton, did her speech do anything for you today? One way or the other. Like, no. did it push you away? Or Thank no. you. I don't, I don't think, think it's it doing anything, anything for anybody. Any no. Bernie Sanders supporters she, or anything like that. Her job was not Yeah, it was very simple. I thought her speech was very vanilla, and that's it. But that's what it was there to introduce her mother. Exactly. And to humanize her mother. That's what it was there for, and that's what she did. And they had a really great video right before, directed by Shonda Rhimes and narrated by Morgan Freeman, that also did a very effective job of, again... Capping the entire week of. Really I did, by the way, movie. see mm-hmm. some tweets. Uh, Morgan Freeman for president <laughs> again. Uh, you know, yeah, right, exactly. But I've actually I've seen that movie. So if an asteroid ever comes towards Earth, right, no. we are going to hope that Morgan Freeman is president. Um, <laughs> so uh, Scott, did you have any thoughts on uh, Chelsea, or you feel like we've kind of? No, I think that's, what I, that's yeah, basically. basically I thought what that it was, was really good. The dinosaur discussion. It Michael was just a very mom. Yeah. It was a good. Yeah. It, what, what she was did that? her job. You got, some, you got something on Chelsea? I could care less. Were you awake? <laughs> no, Were you I awake thought it was fine. Chelsea? Yeah, that's fine. I think that uh, her attire was good. I would have liked to see a little more of her heel because I couldn't yeah. tell if they were Jimmy Choo's or whatever times. <laughs> that would have been really important to determine. By the way, I wish we had a camera. Less. I wish we had a camera speaking of shoes where we could show you Steven's yeah. shoes, but I know we don't. <laughs> but he's got the Yeezy shoes on. The cheesy uh, can you, we, We'll tweet that out, though. I want the world to see your Photo shoes. Uh, Did you find anything in the Washington Post about Chelsea? Chelsea Clinton? No. I didn't look. <laughs> I, I, doubt, I doubt that there was much in there. Absent TV producer says, am I correct? I saw Ivanka and her husband are Democrats. We've actually talked about yes, that. They, they are, are Democrats. They were, yeah. And that's and why part of Ivanka's speech was, you know, most millennials like me mm-hmm. don't consider themselves Republican or Democrats, which I think that there probably are some, but it, I do think a lot of people do still well, characterize themselves. Yep. But for the point of the speech she was making, I think it was important to say. Uh, before we wrap up, a very important announcement because in case you thought that now that the conventions are over, that Trump versus Hillary is over, you would be incorrect. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday. That Our regular time will be 7 p.m. Pacific. So for the people on the East Coast, that's not too late. Mm-hmm. We understand when the show starts at 10.30, it might be a little late for you guys and gals uh, back on the East Coast. So Tuesdays at 7 Pacific, which... We will go right on through to election night, and uh, that'll be mm-hmm. Tuesday. So who We're knows home. what we'll be talking about at 7 o'clock. You guys will be drinking, but who knows yeah, why. Right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Either way, you'll Either way, we'll be drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, it's Tuesday. It will be a drinking uh, So <laughs> we appreciate We've gotten tremendous support uh, mm-hmm. for the show so far, and so thank you to everybody who yes, has yes. said nice thank things. You. Chelsea specifically is thanking the people <laughs> who said nice things about her. It, it counteracts the, uh, the oh, bitch the, comment I the, got. There was a bitch comment. I defended you in a comment. Yeah, the, the, somebody I said, saw that. Somebody always refers to you as a communist Chelsea. But you that one I'm like, you're not even that upset by that. Yeah. 
Um, anyway. I'm not even concerned by the bitch one. I was kind of like, yeah. yeah, that's a yeah. Chris, yeah well, I thought that that was a very balanced bitch comment because right. that's the show that my friend Schler was on, and they called her yes. a bitch. They called you a bitch. I'm like, all right, you know what? That's not sexist. Apparently, you know, both. It's, a, it's a bad yeah. honor there. You're, you're, <laughs> right, you're making exactly. some uh, earned it. And there's a lot of people in the comments uh, tonight too. So there are, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I, I haven't been able to keep up with the conversation, but in a way, I feel like they didn't need us to interject. No, they didn't. Whole conversation in there, which is great. We love when you guys do it during the live show. We do. In our in our final uh, couple minutes, I wanted to take one moment. Michael Hausen, tell us where we find the show, what you're up to, your Twitter, all the good stuff. But only uh, in a minute, seven to eight in the morning Pacific time uh, tomorrow. So oh, just yeah. in a few short hours, Mark Pellegrino is going to be on the and show. And you tweeted out that Mark Pellegrino, the actor, is going to be on your show, and he did not retweet it. But what? No, happened? it turns out that he did. Okay, he retweeted I found it that later. So as soon as hundreds he retweeted, of it, hundreds of retweets. Right. Um, and, and who is he exactly? Um, most everybody knows him from the final season of Lost. He was Jacob. But his, oh, I love his, that guy. His IMDb is just pages and pages. Long. All right. Well, now um, I'm now I'm going to listen to your show tomorrow, but only because Mark Pellegrino's on. But he's a <laughs> he's a big capitalist, big free market guy. Um, so he, he has his own political party, the American Capitalist Party. He has his own political party. Okay. Yeah, he did. Jacob um, from Lost has Jacob the Jacob from Lost party. <laughs> he did a Rubin report a couple weeks ago that has been viewed hundreds of thousands of times because people just didn't expect it from a guy from Hollywood. Huh. That's, see, now that's fascinating. So, mm-hmm. so, so that's tomorrow to the- and... And uh, seven and a half hours. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, you usually, <laughs> Later today, almost. You usually only <laughs> exactly. you usually only sleep five hours anyway. That's right. Uh, and of course, you know, if people don't catch it live, they can download the podcast. All that House Rules US. House Rules US is the website. You are at MP House, and right. thank you for uh, staying up late with mm-hmm. us. Uh, thanks for buying pizza that we uh, ate. Well, sorry you guys weren't there uh, while we watched the speech. You know, it's okay. I had quesadillas tonight. Well, see, that I had sweet tea. You didn't have the. You uh, did have sweet tea from McDonald's. <laughs> so I'm very because I, I can't drink sweet tea anymore. I'd have the shakes. Like, what were you going to say, Steve? I was going to say, you didn't go for the taco bowl? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Nicely done. I thought that, you know, what a great way to close out the week. Uh, give me lighten up. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, no, and I already told you, no one wants no to lighten up. Light I up think anymore. we've been pretty light. Yeah. No, I think our show is very light. And, you know, people, uh, we tweeted out the picture of our group hub yeah. last night, uh, which you can see on Twitter at TrumpHillary16. And you can also see on Instagram, uh, AfterBuzz posted it, and I have it on my Instagram at Christian DMZ, which is also my Twitter. Thank you. Um, but uh, people want us to not like each other. But, uh, you know, obviously there's there's plenty of disagreement, but we hug. It's fun, right? We hug. We hug, hug, right? we we hug, hug, we hug after the we show. We might hug again tonight. We don't know. But, you know, we might. So uh, sorry that we don't hate each other enough. But as I pointed out earlier, there's another 105 days until election day. A long Maybe. time Yeah, ago. you know, so we'll <laughs> see what happens. Happen. But anyway, happen. so thanks everybody who has uh, been enjoying the show, and we look forward to having you follow us to Tuesdays, 7 Pacific, as I said. Uh, for Scott Moore at SMAN80, uh, Drexel Hurd at Drexel Hurd, Chelsea Galicia at Chelsea Galicia, Stephen Helmkamp at Stephen Helmkamp, and even though we already gave him plugs, one more plug for our special guest, Michael Hausam at MP House. We will see you next Tuesday at 7 Pacific on Trump versus Hillary. We'll see you then. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.